Reporting for WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Hillary McClure with the Cyber Warfare Report. Joining us is former White House CIO Teresa Payton. Ukraine has digitized its fighting forces without investments of billions of dollars. The Wall Street Journal reports on how Ukraine has achieved a less expensive version of what the Pentagon has spent decades and billions of dollars trying to accomplish, which is digitally networked fighters, intelligence, and weapons. These forces have been improvised since the beginning of the Russian attack on Ukraine and are linked through satellite communications and custom software that has enabled Ukraine to run circles around Russia's massive armies. Teresa, can you tell us more about this story, what connected war means, and how Ukraine was able to so nimbly pull this network together? Yeah, this is pretty interesting. And if you want to talk about disruption of sort of traditional modern day warfare, this is it. So they are referring to it as a connected war. And what they mean by that is they're taking any type of internet or mobile connectivity and leveraging it to their fullest advantage. So satellite, internet on the ground, telephone, you know, all different types of connectivity. And then they're using the latest and greatest technology to supplement what they have. So for example, they have had drones at their disposal. Some of them have been donated to them. Some of them they already had in place. And then what they do is they retrofit these drones using 3D printers, and they can then basically retrofit anything from a strap holding a grenade or more. And so by being very creative about the tools at their disposal, for 10 to 15 extra US dollars per drone, they're actually able to take a drone that you or I may use as a hobby and turn it into something they can actually use as part of warfare. It may not do a lot of physical damage, but it gets the point across and it can create mayhem and confusion. So they've definitely done a great job, one, asking the world's hackers to join them to gather intel, to give them information, to create disruption of Russian operations, They themselves have done the same, and then they're taking basically the armaments that they have at their disposal and taking them to another level through this connectivity and using very creative solutions. How is guerrilla warfare changing with technology? I think you just touched upon that, uh, but to, to dive in further. Sure. So for example, they can use satellite imagery to figure out where to deploy remote controlled vehicles. So they've actually deployed remote controlled machine guns, vehicles. I mean, you can imagine if you sort of have these sleeper remote controlled machine guns and vehicles and you have them strategically placed, and then you see the Russian troops coming into a town or trying to create an encampment to get ready for you know launching another battle against Ukraine. And then the next thing you know, via remote control, they are practicing guerrilla warfare. And the Russian operatives don't even know what hit them because there's not necessarily any Ukrainian forces visible to them. So it's really changing the landscape of guerrilla warfare. Do you think this will also change how governments, specifically our government here in the U.S., view off-the-shelf solutions and innovation hubs? 
Well, if we're not paying attention, we absolutely should. I mean, if you look at what Ukraine has accomplished on a tight budget and on sort of the, you know, kind of begging, borrowing and having allocated to them from other countries and being creative and innovative, they've been able to do so much with so little. You know, I think another innovative idea that they've deployed is they actually used a system to consolidate information from their drones, from their satellites, and they've actually been leveraging chatbots where Ukrainians who are just out and about doing their daily lives and kind of looking over their shoulder with a head on a swivel, they can actually engage these chatbots and send intelligence. That intelligence can then be deployed through the drones or through other measures. And so, again, just being incredibly innovative, creative, very agile and nimble. And, you know, so far, they've definitely surprised the Russians with their tenacity and their ability to fight back and also go on counter and offensive attacks. And again, if we're not taking note in our United States Department of Defense of these creative approaches that are being utilized very successfully, then we better start taking note. Are off-the-shelf solutions more vulnerable to cyber attacks than customized and contracted ones? You know, I think this is an example of where you don't want to have single points of failure. So having actually a hybrid roadmap where some things are commercially available and constantly under R&D and improvements and getting those security and privacy patches, as well as things that are custom built and built just in time, having this hybrid model could actually be the key to resiliency, recoverability, and less opportunity for a cyber attack on one component to take down an entire military operation. So again, it's it's one of those things, it's, it's a tough call because everything's hackable and where there's a will, there's a way to actually infiltrate technology. I believe having a combination of off the shelf, so you're nimble, you know it's being invested in, you know it's for the most part how modern and current it is, but at the same time developing just-in-time solutions and having that hybrid approach is really the best for recoverability and resiliency. Any final thoughts? I think one of the things that I'm really encouraged to see is by Ukraine being incredibly transparent about what they're dealing with, what their capabilities are, what they're not, and where they need help. They've been able to show that both from a ground and physical perspective and a digital perspective, that they've been able to fight back and able to last as long as they have. The idea that the United States is also looking for ways to create non-governmental innovation hubs and looking for things outside of the defense industrial base, I think speaks volumes to how successful Ukraine has been and the fact that the world has taken note, including the U.S. government. Joining me was former White House CIO Teresa Payton. Reporting for WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Hillary McClure.